What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. My whole life, I've always had a nine-to-five job where you go in, you know when you're working, you clock in, you clock out. Here, I was kind of going from place to place, a new setting, new settings, and it was just, I guess, the fear of the unknown. Um, You know, especially when you're out there DJing. What's going on, DJ family? DJ Reese here. Every Monday at 9 a.m., I'm dropping a new podcast episode where I'm highlighting some of the dopest DJs out there that are creating vibes at all the venues that they're DJing at. If you want to hear these stories, level up in your DJing. If you're a new beginner DJ, you need new tips, you want to hear the inspiration from the DJs who started out new, that are taking their DJing game to the next level, well, you got to check out WeCreateTheVibes.com. Every Monday, 9 a.m., new stories, new episodes from the dopest DJs out there killing it in the game right now. Hosted by DJ Reese. Again, check out WeCreateTheVibes.com. Welcome to another episode of We Create the Vibes podcast, where we go out there and find dope DJs who are out there just doing dope things, creating vibes in every environment that they touch. Ladies and gentlemen, today's special guest is DJ Foxy D. What's going on? What's good? Man, everything is good. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I appreciate you. Thank you for uh, coming through. Thank you for taking that time. Of course, got to take the opportunities always, you know, as they present themselves, got to. Absolutely. All right. So talk to me about your upbringing. Tell me, talk to me about the music you grew up listening to, the upbringing, what was played in your household. You know, talk to me about that. I feel like I've always been the DJ, even before I even knew what that was. I didn't know anything about DJing when I was growing up, but I was always, my my biggest inspiration was Selena. So I grew up like dressed in like Selena, I'd hold little concerts and stuff like that as a little girl. I'm from Colorado Springs. Okay. So my family moved us out here in Vegas and just going through school, especially high school, I was always that girl that was like making mixtapes, um, bringing CDs in my friend's car at parties. I'd be on the computer, like creating playlists. Um, in the household, it was just, my dad loves rock. So it was like Metallica, Ozzy Osbourne, um, Little Wayne I grew up on was my favorite, still my favorite. Okay. Um, just a little bit of everything. You know, my grandfather, George Strait, Johnny Cash, so many different elements, you know. Absolutely. I see the diversity in music too as well. So no, that's, that's dope. That helps a lot when reading a crowd too. It's like, I got a little bit for everybody in here. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> Absolutely. And you grew up with it too. So no, that's the dope part. So tell me about this address right here. 5165 Fort Apache Road, Unit 175, Las Vegas, Nevada. Tell me about this address. Fort Apache. I don't know nothing about that. Oh, oh, blend. <laughs> I was like, hold on a minute. Oh, yeah, I hate hit you with the address. We couldn't just straight up ask that. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hated the drive. I live in Henderson, mm. so it was a long drive, but well worth um, it. So how long yeah. was the drive from uh um, like 30 minutes, something okay. like that? 
long drive. That's why I was like, Florida Apache. I never go over there. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, the big blessing in my life, Glenn DJ Institute. That's where I learned pretty much the whole mechanical end of DJing. Yeah. Nice. But okay, so why Blend? Was there any other institutes, any other schools you were looking at were or was just Blend top of your list? You know, I, this was back in 2017 and I don't remember there being a lot of opportunities to learn, to be honest. Um, I had a friend come to me and he wants me to teach him how to DJ and I didn't have the time at, at the time, but I might take on some students, but I did my research and I was like, I wonder, you know, um, if there's schools out there still that do it. And there's actually a lot now, but back then there really wasn't. Um, I just remember um, the website, you know, and just being intrigued by the lessons and, and, you know, you go through a certain, you know, series of lessons, and then you get your certificate, and then you move to the next level. And, you know, so I was like, okay, there's plenty of room to grow here. And they also teach how to produce there. So they teach scratching, um, digital DJing, all of that. So I was like, I can learn everything here. Very dope. So how, how were your classes? You know, how were they very intense? I mean, was there a time during class where you're like, I mean, this is this is nothing or was it was it challenging? You know, talk to me about your classes. Did you come home with homework? You know? Yes. Yes. So? Um, it was challenging. I dealt with a lot of social anxiety and that's why I owe so much thanks to DJing because it absolutely got me out of my shell and helped me like face my fears because there was this overwhelming feeling of like being scared to fail like I go in here and I'm putting myself out there to learn and what if I'm not good at it wonder if you know they laugh at me whatever those fears were um you know I walked in a little timid a little shy a little scared and you know, my mentor, Andrew, Andrew Bina, shout out. Um, he taught me a lot. So he helped me get out of my shell and just to be comfortable with what I was doing. Um, but I did get homework for sure. Some of the homework would be, you know, whatever we learned that day, take it home and practice. Um, one of the things was I hadn't had a DJ name yet. And he's okay. like, okay, this is your homework. You need a DJ name. And I was like, well, you're Andrew B. How easy is that? You know, like, I was like, it's hard. Like incorporate your name in it is probably like the easiest. But um, I went home and I thought about it and thought about it. And I was like, shoot, I don't know. I came up with DJ Foxy D. Never really liked it. It was just part of the homework. And then it just grew on me. And I was like, I can't think of anything better. So I'm just going to stick with it. <laughs> Okay. So, but like what, okay. Where, where'd you get the Foxy part from? I think that I capitalized a little bit on the fact that there wasn't many female DJs in 2017 at all. I can think of like two or three that really like made it big. One that was a, a big role model to me is DJ Sila. Okay. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna put Foxy in there because you know, as a woman, I want to capitalize on that. It's male dominant, right? It, it still Absolutely. is. Like, there's a lot of really good female DJs out there now. And I was like, you know, I'm going to just incorporate that a little bit because I feel like it separates just if you just look at the name, say it's on like a, you know, a festival flyer, you know, it's gonna be okay, that's a girl right there. And that's not very common. So I was like, no man's probably going to put Foxy in there. So <laughs> Okay, no, it definitely stands out. No, and that's dope. Okay. 
So talk to me about, and first of all, congratulations on your residency at the MGM. You know, Thank talk to you. me. Of course. Talk to me about that. You know, how did you get it? Where were you when you received the news? You know, talk to me about that. So after COVID and everything hit, um, you know, I stopped getting lessons and everything. And I just kind of went and, and just kept working on my craft on my own. And I still kept in touch with my mentor. And I remember exactly this was um, uh, around May of 2021. Okay. I was at my best friend's bachelorette party and I brought all my DJ stuff over there. And I was like DJing on the beach and we're having such a good time. And I remember getting a text saying, hey, I'm gonna need you for the pools this summer, like get ready. And I just remember feeling so excited because for the past, from 2017 to 2021, I would DJ for friends and family. I do their weddings, their, oh. I've done their baby showers, birthday parties, just to get practice and um, get that in. And so this was the first opportunity that I got as a professional and it was MGM. And it was for Live Lucky Pool and Morea Beach Club at Mandalay Bay. And to me, I'm like, if I'm starting here, the sky is just the limit right now. But I'm not going to lie, the pressure was so overwhelming as just a oh. new DJ. It was extremely difficult just facing those anxieties and those fears from lack of experience in the professional setting, you know? No, definitely. I understand that. Man, that's... Whew. That's amazing. Like MGM, like definitely. Yes. It was exciting though. It, it absolutely was, but there was a lot of fear. Like I said, yeah. um, I guess just walking in my whole life, I've always had a nine to five job where you go in, you know, when you're working, you clock in, you clock out here. I was kind of going from place to place, a new setting, new settings. And it was just, I guess the fear of the unknown. Um, you know, especially when you're out there DJing in the summer, it's like 115 degrees outside and equipment electronics don't work well in the heat. So <laughs> that was a whole stress on its own was the computers over overheating and glitching and just all yeah. the stress. <laughs> that. oh, That's the biggest yeah. DJ nightmare. You got to get you one of, one of these fans. I, I mean, actually, I saw somebody on YouTube that had one. I'm like, oh, I got to get this. Cause yeah, that happened to me a couple of times this summer. <laughs> Everyone has those stories, you know, but I can tell you my DJ nightmare for sure. It was at the MGM um, situation. So, yes. My, so, okay. I was set up for success. Okay. Did everything correct. I had somebody who has been in the game forever helped me out and set me up for success. He was there. I had my computer on top of like a, a cooler of ice. I had a AC unit right next to me blowing freezing oh. cold air. Um, I had, you know, water, everything that I needed. Um, and yet my computer was still overheating. So he had made sure I was good and left, right? He's like, call me if you need me. And I think this was like maybe the second time I DJed there. So still very new okay. and my computer just goes in and out, in and out music stopping. And the, the, the worst part about it is not only was I DJing for the people in the pool, but I was also on the intercom on intercoms for the people in the restrooms, oh. the, you know, so the music's going in and out. And I have this most obnoxious guy, like doing backflips in the pool, splashing people. And he's like, boo, get a real DJ, boo, 
I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I was seeing stars. Like I went into full like panic attack. Um, it was that, but also when you work out in the heat, you, you can't skip dinner. You have to eat a good balanced breakfast. You got to get good sleep. You got to stay hydrated. And these are things that I didn't prepare for. So I was, went into like panic mode and I was like seeing stars. And I just remember I put on like a premix and I just like went to the restroom and I, I call it when I, when I tell the story, I call it my eight mile moment. Cause I turned right. something so bad into something that's actually inspiring. I was like, like Eminem dude around the, the toilet, just like gagging, like calling my, my mentor and being like, please help me. I can't do this. I can't do this. He's like, you can do this. Just take a breath, you know? And he's like, I'm sending somebody over. And that's, what's so amazing about the DJ community is you, you build friends and they have your back and um, DJ Tito showed up and he was just like, Hey, go take a break. I got you. So he was spinning for about an hour while I got myself together. And I went back in there and did my thing. I just remember praying in the bathroom because I can hear the, the music. I was like, please don't oh. stop. No dead air, please. <laughs> and I was like, I'll never forget nightmares. that. <laughs> That's what nightmares are made of as a DJ. And I was like, because yeah. the worst thing that can happen is the music stops, right? Because absolutely. What are we there for? But the thing well, that people don't realize that when it comes to outdoor conditions, heat, yes, it may happen, but that's not our fault. <laughs> you gotta be patient. <laughs> yeah. We can't control that. Like that, that's you know, and yeah, that that is like the that's the biggest nightmare, but it's like, you can't really, you can't really control it. Cause you can even, I've been under a tent and it's like still so hot and the laptop starts slowing down. I'm like, no, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's exactly what I was told too, is, um, you know, I can be really hard on myself, you know? And I just remember, um, my agent telling me like, look, this happens to everybody, everybody, yeah. unless you're like cascade or marshmallow. And you're like in those big events where they have, like, they're on like ice bars pretty much. Yep. And they have the top of the line, everything, like it happens to everyone. And it's expected actually, like the managers know it. It happens to everybody. Um, but when it happens to you, it's like, Oh God, help me. Yeah. Jesus. The will, you know, absolutely. <laughs> and people like don't realize, you know, DJs, we, we go through it too, you know, like sometimes, you know, on set, we might have like a meltdown and we're like trying not to exhibit and show any of it, but people don't realize, like, yeah, we like we go we go through it too as well, you know, mm -hmm. like, lose our minds and you know, and then come, you know, settle back it, settle back in and you know, get back to business. But it happens, you know. Gotta just when those moments happen, it's like a little trick that I do is like, I just like zip myself up in this armor. Like, and I think about like, if I'm not feeling so confident, you know, this was years ago. I feel like I found my confidence. I found it finally, but you know, back then I didn't have that necessarily because I was lacking the experience. And I just, you know, remember like being like, okay, who could I, who could I zip myself up in that's confident, you know, like, and I was like, okay, Courtney Kardashian, right? She's like, I'm not insecure about any part of my body. A, B, C, D, F, G, this conversation's over. Just like unbothered. And I'm like, zip myself up in Courtney and I'm being Courtney right now. And just, you know, and I found my, I found though that by doing that, by not being myself, um, it was great at the time because I can get through my set and just, I essentially, I was like playing a part okay. and, and I would just leave feeling like, like I wasn't good enough. I'd leave feeling like unworthy.
worthy. I'd leave feeling so like insecure. And now I'm in a place where it's like, I know that when I walk on that stage, God has placed me there. And that's the greatest confidence that I could ever get is like, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks or says I'm going up on stage as Desiree where God called me and I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that's the greatest confidence that I could ever, ever have. I don't have to be anybody else but myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This is your calling. Keep doing it. And yeah, you got to like, I always say you always got to be your, the biggest cheerleader, like for yourself. Like you have to hype yourself up the most, feel the most confident about yourself because no one's going to feel the best about you except you, you know, you're going to really feel good about yourself. And, and you got to tell yourself good things too, even when you're not feeling good, because it's all about the mind. So like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I used to think like, yeah, I'm just playing music, but no, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. <laughs> it, it, it really it's is deeper than that. You know, like yeah. it's not easy to get up there and like, you know, be under a microscope, essentially. Sometimes it feels that way. And sometimes yes. it's easy, you know, and, and that's where the confidence comes in and whether, you know, it's a good set or a bad set. Cause you, you know, as a DJ, something always goes wrong. Like whether it's a chord or yep. <laughs> you forgot something or whatever, it's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to, to grow in every aspect. So I, that's how I see it. Absolutely. So talk about being under a microscope. You know, sometimes I notice, I think people are just hard on DJs in general, but then I feel like to me, sometimes there's a split too. Like you have your, your male DJs, you have your female DJs. Sometimes people really try to make this split or some people they'll see a certain, they might see female DJs and be like extra critical or extra or like, okay, what is she doing? Or, okay, did she, uh, did she mix this? these two records together and by the way i went through your soundcloud yo your mixes are fire so you check me yeah, out. yeah yes I, i'm i'm giving it up yo your mixes are fire like thank you nah, you're doing yo you're welcome you're doing your thing but talk to me about that cause i do feel like i mean i feel like i i get scrutinized all the time when i when i dj like i feel like i've all all the time but i feel like i've i've seen other female djs dj and like, even when I go out and see DJs DJ, like, I, I just chill. Like, it's not really that serious. Like, we're all getting paid to do what we love. And that's how I look at it. And it's also a business, too. So I'm like, to me, I'm always in like learn mode. Like, I'm never in like, oh, they play that record with that record. Like, I'm like, take, I'm just soaking everything in, like, as if I'm a fan of music. So, you know. Talk to me all about that. You yeah. know, how do you, how do you, how do you feel when you're out there and you're DJing? You feel like people are scrutinized and just like paying attention, overly paying attention to you. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. I feel like never in person, right? It's, it's always a hater that's going to be like on the internet. That'll say things. And I've gotten those occasionally. Right. Okay. And yeah, it comes with the territory. It's like, as a female DJ, I think there is like a stigma attached to us that we were just, you know, out there and ju we just got hired because we're pretty or you have a good body or whatever that they can't really DJ. And um, so I've had people say mean things a few times online. And um, some of it's like, you know, I post, I would post just a video of me dancing and, you know, not really transitioning, just like a 10 second clip of me dancing. Right. And I had someone write like, oh, wow, 
you can um you can dance wow what a great dj like saying things oh, like wow. that you know like oh congratulations you know how to dance why don't you dj you know and I, I don't let that stuff bother me too much because think of it this way right are you gonna care what like somebody like say you're walking to buy something at the gas station and someone's heckling you are you gonna and they're, they're telling you you're dumb you're stupid whatever you look bad whatever that opinion does that matter compared to like your mom, your dad, the people that know you, they don't matter. Um, but I'm not going to lie. If you're, if you have like, we all have our own insecurities. And when someone highlights that, yeah, it could make you feel bad. Right. But yeah. um, I think we can choose which ones to interact with and which ones not to. As far as like being under a microscope, um, I don't feel that so much when I'm DJing. Um, anymore. I think I'm learning more how to read crowds. But one thing that did make me feel that way is that I'd have people coming to the booth all the time being like, uh, can you play this? Um, can you play that? And I just felt like I suck, you know, like I must not be playing good music because no one seems to be happy here. And I would leave so stressed out. So as far as being under a microscope, I'd say in real life DJing, it's the song request, the song request flooding in yeah. you know what yeah I, I all right so i dj for a carnival cruise line and i had like a really dope roommate he was like the head dj he taught me exactly how to handle like because i used to like i used to just take it with like any any request and like even if it didn't even make sense like and, and then like clear the whole dance floor out and i've been djing since 2007 but i just always used to be like for the people yeah. But sometimes it's like, yo, this doesn't even make sense. Like I can't, but it's like, you know, it's a way to do it. <laughs> I know, like, I do do it. it. But I used to never understand it. I used to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 gonna play. Or like, you know, I have like the like the chick that comes up to me, like, oh, I'm I'm about to leave right now. I need to hear this right now. And I used to be like, oh, okay, all right, I'll play. You know, it's like, no, have a nice night. <laughs> you know, thank you for coming, you know. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, you know. It'll definitely like sometimes some song requests. It'll definitely uh, it'll definitely trip you up. But I always feel like if it's a if it's done respectfully, it makes sense in the set that I'm playing. Then I'll definitely touch it. Or if you're paying me, then like you can say whatever you want. Like if you're paying me, you know it's your event. Then yeah, you can request whatever the hell you want. Like yep. so, you know. But yeah, it's crazy sometimes. <laughs> I have like, so it's like the requests flooding in um, would be a little stressful because, you know, I feel like the lack of experience in reading a room that was kind of weighing on me. So I just felt like I wasn't good enough or whatever, but I'd have people aggressively like coming up, especially I was DJing at Boulder and at Kicks Lounge and, you know, somebody, people would come up and straight up be like, Hey, nobody likes this music here. Like passer buyers, like drunk, you know, be like, this no. is not what we like here. Like you, you got to play some Metallica, play that. And I'm just like rude. And I'm like, how would you like if I came to your job and told you like, you're not good enough? Like, you know, Absolutely. so those kind of things would get to me and that, that would make me feel like I was under a microscope. And when you feel that way, it's like kind of hard, you know, to be in tune with the music and, you know. Yeah focus because your your mind's so scattered but with criticism you know. you know if you're enjoying the content you're watching right now and you want to learn how to level up at all your events and create vibes well make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel right now 
I can relate. <laughs> I can relate. No, but I think like honestly, really, your opinion matters the most. Like honestly, yeah. because you gotta look at it like this too. Like if you're out here, you're getting booked, you got a residency, you have it for a reason. All right. So trust and believe that. Like you have it for a reason. And sometimes too, you know, like I, I've been to events where yo, the DJs were phenomenal and like the crowd just sucked. Like even I went, I was out in Jamaica last year. And like, oh my God, like some of the nights, like the DJ was just phenomenal and people were like, eh, I don't want to dance or like people were just drunk, like super drunk, didn't want to do anything. You and can't like, please everybody. Yeah, no, you can't. You definitely can't. But talk to me. I saw on your IG, you saw Elton John recently, right? Yeah. How yeah. was that experience? Talk to me about that. It was great. You know, I actually, I'm not. A huge Elton John fan not that I dislike him I just don't I'm not familiar too much with his music but my family um my husband and his dad they you know he grew up with his dad listening to Elton John it was very special for them so so I went with them you know just to just to have fun and and I was like dying hoping Britney was gonna come up on there you know because (laughs) she hasn't released any music since like what 2013 and I'm like this is her moment she's gonna come out I was hoping but that didn't happen but nonetheless it was an amazing show and it was beautiful because it was his farewell tour and he was like he did this slideshow you know of like his whole life doing music and then he just was like it's time for me to spend time with my family now and just enjoy life without traveling and all of that so it was it was great nice awesome so talk to me about the advantages of being an open format dj all right hmm advantages i would say you know, you got your toes in pretty much everything. And I think that's why I I pretty much, I've only said no to one gig in my entire life. And that was like karaoke. I was like, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> so, that, that's where I draw the line, the karaoke DJ. Right, no, no, same no. Uh, nothing against them, but I just, I don't feel like I have a large enough library to be able to do that. But um, I pretty much say yes to everything. So I've done, you know, I've done bachelorette parties. I've done um, baptism events. I've done baby showers. I've done quinceanera weddings, all of that. So being an open format DJ helps because you got pretty much every genre and you got experience in those genres and more opportunities. Absolutely. All right. No, definitely. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Next five years. I see myself definitely DJing bigger events. I'd like to get my hands in like festivals. I'd like to do nightclubs. I've done day clubs, but I want to do nightclubs now um, and just keep growing in in my career. Um, And as far as like family, my husband and I, we've been together since we were in high school we're married right. now and we bought a house. And so I guess the next move is some kids, but I don't know, <laughs> maybe nice, a nice. Kid. I don't know, but, um, I see, um, healing happening too. Um, I feel like the stresses of life, everyone is going through something, whether it's a death in the family, whether it's a diagnosis, whether it's depression, you know, we're all going through something. So I I see myself continuing to heal and work on my mental health. And um, yeah, I just, it's looking good. It's looking bright. Nice, nice. 
What's your mentality like going into every gig, every event you do? What's that mentality like? Mentality now is just, I used to have to take like a couple shots or like have a drink, you know, to get, get the nerves out. Yeah, um, but I, I don't need that anymore. I feel like um, my mentality going in is like, kind of like what I said earlier. It was just knowing like, I'm like, okay, I, I'm meant to do this. God, God is calling me here. And that, that gives me all the confidence. That's, that's where all those doubt and all that worry goes away is, is that mentality is like, I'm here for a reason. I'm here to spread joy. I'm here to feel joy. And I'm, I'm not going to allow myself to spiral into those negative thoughts and um, just be proud and, and honored to go up there. Cause it, it is, it's, a, it's, it's a feeling of success. It's a feeling of accomplishing and facing fears and overcoming things. So that's my mentality going in there. It's just like, I was born to do this, you know? That's the right <laughs> mentality to have. No, absolutely. Right mentality. So DJ Foxy D, are you ready to play a game called This or That? Let's do it. All right. So I'm going to name two things. Basically, you're just going to let me know. You're this or that. Which one you like? Which one's better? Okay. Yeah? All right. We got the Rain One or a Pioneer DDJ controller. What's better? I have to go with the Rain One. It's just Rain smooth one. like butter. It's just yes all right rain one yes. it is mm -hmm. turntables or cdjs cdjs okay dj cascade or DJ cascade oh <laughs> i was like yeah, yeah i saw the soundcloud i'm like all right yeah she rocked <laughs> that's my number one that's he's yes there I, is there I, is I, no other no, no competition <laughs> <laughs> numero uno that's what i'm talking about all right dj a popular club or dj a celebrity's wedding a popular club <laughs> absolutely i i don't know if i could handle the pressure i i oh my gosh but then again hold, hold. I, th I think you can you're open format i, I actually think you'd be perfect for weddings like Killing it, open format. You would appeal to everybody, guests, everybody. I'm gonna actually change my answer. I'm gonna say the celebrity wedding because, yeah, I think that would be a that would be a great opportunity, and you know, it will open more doors. Hopefully, right? Absolutely. Celebrities, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Which song request is the worst? Baja Men, Who Let the Dogs Out, or huh, Gangnam Style? Who Let the Dogs Out, yeah. I can get down with Gangnam Style. That one's not too bad. Yes. <laughs> Who Let the Dogs Out? I just don't have, I can't think of one place that could fit in there, except for maybe a kid's birthday party. Yeah, that's like, that's really it. Probably it, yeah. Really it. <laughs> oh, man. DJ Foxy D, how can the people find you? How can they get in contact with you? I would say the best way is um, Instagram uh, at DJ Foxy D or my website, www.djfoxyd.com. That would probably be the best ways to get in touch with me. DJs, people, everybody, y'all hear that? Man, DJ Foxy D, I really appreciate you coming through, coming through for the episode. I mean, did you have a great time? Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, thank you for having me. It was so comfortable talking with you. Hey, no, I appreciate that, man. You were you were amazing. Another episode of Recreate the Vibes podcast. Our special guest today was DJ Foxy D, Las Vegas, out there killing it. First year. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.